Welcome to the Hope United Podcast, where we're creating a culture of worship, family, and discipleship. We hope this message challenges, inspires, and gives you hope today. If you like this podcast, remember to share and subscribe. We're talking about covenant. This is part two of covenant, stepping into deeper purpose. Last week, we started talking about how God is a God of covenant. He always works through covenant. He always makes covenant with his people. He doesn't do anything outside of covenant. And he expects us to also operate through covenant. Being in a covenant with God is an opportunity to walk in blessings and favor like nothing else. Being out of covenant can be frustrating, confusing, and can lead to many types of difficulties. So being in covenant, good. Being out of covenant, bad. If you missed last week, go back and listen. It's an important foundation that we laid. But I want to build on top of that today. A covenant is like a spiritual contract. And God is always faithful to his side. But sometimes we breach our side of the contract. There's two sides, just like two sides of a contract, two sides of a covenant. And God's side, and there's man's side. Sometimes we can think that God failed when really we didn't do our part of the covenant. God is always faithful. Man is sometimes faithful. And if we're honest, sometimes we miss it. And in those times when we miss it, We can miss out on some very important things that God wants to do in our lives. Miss on some very important ways that God wants to bless us. And this is why it's so important to understand covenant, understand this principle. Um, There are very few promises from God that have nothing to do with our response, right? There is always a responsibility that we have to fulfill and to access that promise, it's a two-way street. Covenant is a two-way street. Second Chronicles 7.14 tells us, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, I will forgive their sin and heal their land. If my people do this, then I will do that. It's covenant. Covenant has two sides. God is a God of covenant. He never changes. He never goes back on his word. But it's up to us to do our part. Whatever God promises, you can take that to the bank. But you still have to do your part. I still have to do my part. We have to do our part because covenant is made up of these two sides. God's side, our side. And the good news is that God always does the heavier part. He does the heavy lifting, the bigger part, the greater part. In our covenant with God, We do, actually, the easier part. Although God has requirements for us, uh, he does the heavy lifting. God always does more than we do in any covenant that we enter into with him. What God exchanges with us is something of far greater value. God is always bringing more to the table than we are. You cannot outgive God. And that applies to covenant as well. My side of the covenant is always outweighed by what he is bringing to the table. What I have always pales in comparison to what he's exchanging with me. Let's look at Romans 10, 13. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Any person, any person who calls on the name of the Lord 
will be saved. My responsibility is to call for help. His responsibility, God's responsibility, is to do the saving. I call, he saves. There's two sides of the covenant, but the two sides are not equal. Jesus died on the cross to pay for the sins of mankind. And when Jesus died on the cross, he wrote a contract, a spiritual contract that any one of us can sign and enter into. And all we have to do is accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. We have to acknowledge him as the king. He did all the hard work. Our part is small. That's how covenant works with God. He does the big part. We do the small part. But I want to mention this because our part, even though it's smaller, it's always smaller than his part, is not always easy. It doesn't mean that it's always going to be easy. Um, God does the bigger part. We do the smaller part. But that doesn't mean our part is a cakewalk. It's not always easy to be in covenant with God. Last week we talked about Abraham and how God had him go far beyond his comfort zone to leave his father's house, to leave everything he was comfortable with, to go to a place that he'd never seen before. But still what God was exchanging was greater. Once Jesus uh, really started working with the disciples, he told them, just as I have a cross... You have a cross. Now you need to take up your cross and follow me. So today, I want to tell you, just as Jesus has a cross, you have a cross. So Jesus tells us to pick up our cross and follow him. Now Jesus' cross is heavier. It requires more. It required more, but we still have a cross as well. Jesus' cross is heavier than our cross, but we still have a cross to carry. That's covenant. Going deeper. As we go deeper in covenant with Jesus, if we truly love him, we'll obey his commands. Right? That that means that some believers actually stay at just this entry level of faith where they say yes to Jesus, but they don't go to these steps of a deeper covenant with him. They get to the door of salvation and then they just stand there at the door, not going any deeper. So I think this is a challenge to some maybe that are listening to this right now. At first, we just accept Jesus as our king. But as we grow deeper in relationship with him, we have to start carrying our cross. We go to different levels of of covenant. And if you want to go deeper in covenant, you have to obey his commands. Jesus said, if you love me, obey my commands. If you're in relationship with somebody and you really love them, it's, it's a two-way street. You have to begin to do certain things. If you want to go deeper in covenant, you have to obey the Lord's commands. Some of those commands are difficult things. Jesus asked difficult things of us. He asked hard things. He commanded us, not asked us, commanded us to love our enemies, to love those that spitefully do things against us. Jesus commands hard things, but if you want to go deeper in covenant... These things are a requirement. I like to think of it as different levels of covenant, or if you don't like that terminology, different levels of surrender. Jesus would sometimes talk about things um, like the greatest in the kingdom or the least in the kingdom, or he might tell a parable about who would be first and who would be last. Some people spend their life serving God and serving people, while other people serve God a little and serve themselves a lot. 
Paul talked about running a race in such a way to win and pressing for the mark of the high calling which is in Christ Jesus. Well, if there's a high calling, is there a medium or is there an entry-level calling? Even among the disciples, they had these same conversations. In Matthew 20, 20, the mother of James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to Jesus with her sons and she knelt respectfully to ask a favor. What's your request, he asked. And she replied, in your kingdom, please let my two sons sit in places of honor next to you. One on your right, the other on your left. But Jesus answered by saying to them, you don't know what you're asking. Are you able to drink from the bitter cup of suffering I'm about to drink? Oh, yes, they replied, we are able. And Jesus told them, you will indeed drink from my bitter cup, but I have no right to say who will sit on my right and left. My father has prepared those places for the ones he has chosen. Notice this. Jesus' response was not that there are not different levels in heaven. His response that that wasn't his place to assign those positions. Levels. Levels of covenant. Levels of surrender. I believe God wants to call us all to a deeper walk with him. A deeper covenant. A deeper sense of purpose. A deeper place of relationship and power and authority. But it's up to us. It's our choice. Let's look at scripture, uh, Luke 19, 11. Jesus tells this parable of the different servants. Um, to one, he lets govern ten cities. To another, he makes a governor of five cities. And to a third, he says, you don't rule over any cities. Levels, levels of stewardship, levels of covenant. So some Christians settle and just become nominal in their faith. They don't really add much to the kingdom. They, don't, they just do their minimum requirement. Other Christians operate on a deeper and deeper level as they go along in covenant because they understand the requirements of covenant and they're willing to make sacrifices. They're willing to meet those requirements. Do you want, here's a question to ponder, do you want an average relationship with God with just an entry-level covenant, or do you want to go deeper and really experience the purpose and the mystery that is God? I think this confuses some believers because they see promises in the word of God and they say to themselves, why doesn't this work for me? In one word, covenant. Some promises do not work at entry level. Some promises are not entry-level promises. We gain access to more and more promises as we pursue deeper and deeper levels of covenant and surrender with God. God wants to give you all of the promises, but he also has some requirements. To be in covenant with God is a deep thing, and it affects and it blesses not just you and your family, but your children and your children's children, the Bible says, to a thousand generations. That's how profound covenant with God is. I believe some people don't see greater miracles in their lives because they're only operating on a basic level of covenant. They've just said yes to Jesus. Yes, I'll want you to save me. But they really haven't 
move to a deeper place with their relationship with God. They've accepted Jesus as king, but they've not picked up their cross. And scripture tells us that we go from glory to glory, from victory to victory, and God's blessing upon us will compound if we go on a journey of going deeper in covenant and fellowship with him. Scripture tells us a roadmap in James 4, 8. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. So there's something about growing closer to God and by getting certain things out of our life that we get into a deeper place with God, a deeper place of covenant, a deeper place And it's powerful. The miracles are greater and greater, but the surrender is also greater and greater. The greater the covenant, the greater the surrender. The greatest in the kingdom has a different perspective. The greatest people in the kingdom of God are those that have truly learned to serve God and to serve their fellow man. The greatest in the kingdom serve inside and outside the church. The greatest in the kingdom know how to serve their brothers and sisters in the family of faith, but they also find ways to serve those that have not come to the faith yet. Greatness in the kingdom is about serving. Serving God. Serving your brothers and sisters. Even serving those that haven't come to faith yet. There's so much that we have to learn about surrender to be able to serve like that. As we get ready to conclude today, I want to leave you with this. What would you be willing to surrender to see the miraculous in your life? What would you be willing to surrender to see miracles happen? What level of covenant would you be willing to go to to find deeper purpose? What level of covenant would you be willing to enter into with God to fulfill the very dreams that he's placed on your heart. Let's pray. God, I thank you for each and every person that's listening right now. I thank you for the honor and the privilege and the opportunity to strike covenant with you. God, you are an awesome God. You're a loving God. And you give us options. But it's up to us to decide what level of covenant we live It's up to us to decide if we're going to walk with you. So God, I pray that you would help us take that leap of faith today to go a little bit deeper in relationship and covenant with you. And maybe if you say, Pastor, I'm not where I need to be with Jesus. I have drifted away and I need to get back on track. If that's you, I want you to pray this prayer with me. Wherever you are right now, I know God is listening. Say, Jesus, thank you for everything you've done for me. Thank you for dying on the cross. Thank you for wiping my sins away. Giving me an opportunity for eternal life. And reconnecting me with my heavenly father. Thank you for the opportunity of covenant. I say yes to you, Jesus. Yes, I want to follow you. Yes, I want you to be my king. Yes, I want you to show me how to live. Jesus, I surrender. Help me 
be more like you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again for listening. If you like this podcast, remember to share and subscribe. For more information or to connect with us, go to hopeunited.church. And remember, if God is with you, you will be undefeated.